Yo, yo, yo. It is another day for us to welcome you into our house. Yes, it is. <laughs> My name is Jamaria Johnson. And I'm Marcus Johnson. And this is episode 10. What, what, what? Check us out. <laughs> so, it has been a wonderful weekend and day. Well, it's not, I mean, we're in the middle of the week, but since we don't talk to you guys, when this comes out on Thursday, we go through the weekend and we don't talk to you guys again until the next Thursday. We have to talk about the weekend and yeah, everything. Yeah, it's just because you a spoiled being. I'm a spoiled being? Yes. <laughs> you were about to call me a brat, weren't you? No, I will not call you a brat. I was about to say, because I'm not a You're brat. not a brat. You just spoiled. Yeah, I might be a little bit spoiled, a little. but, um, you know. I'm happy. I'm sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> so on Saturday, it was around three o'clock and I was, I looked at Marcus and I said, can we just go to Memphis and go to Ikea and get the stuff for my clawfish? Cause we were, we were planning to go this past weekend anyway, but we mm. were going to go on Sunday. Um, but since we weren't really doing anything, somebody just killed my whole weekend. <laughs> we weren't like, really doing anything on Saturday. So I was like, let's just, go. Oh, I was doing something. You were sitting on the couch. Exactly. So I was doing something. <laughs> like, don't try to see you trying to disrespect my time to do absolutely nothing. Well, you could have said no, but you didn't. So I appreciate it. I mean, I was really thinking that your mom was gonna say no yeah so marcus was like i mean it's fine with me just call your mom and see because she has a truck so we were gonna use her truck to get on and i stuff. knew that she was out so i was just yeah. like i was thinking she was she gonna was be like out. well i'm out right now and i was gonna be like well see can't go yeah but, she but killed i me. caught her and she was like well i am out right now but i guess that's fine i'll head home <laughs> Yeah, just kill me. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Thanks. Thank you, mom. I love you so much. But I'm very happy. We went down to IKEA. We got all of the furniture that I needed for my clawfish. And a clawfish is a closet plus office. I've had a couple people ask me. Yeah, she just made up a new word. <laughs> so that's what that is. It's like a closet slash office space that I'm creating in one of our extra bedrooms in the house. So Sunday we spent that entire day putting all the stuff Pray together. Um, and you guys were really good sports and I just really appreciate y'all. I know y'all call me spoiled and everything, but y'all put up with me and I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to see everything come together. It's already coming together, right? Yeah. It looks good in there. Um, it's not something I'd, want to do on a, on a regular basis as far as kill my weekends putting together shit yeah but it's done now yeah but and really i put together majority of the stuff what i did but because y'all had the hardest thing yeah so the stuff we put together marcus was the stuff and, that was marcus and my mom put together uh my dresser and that took like Almost, almost the entire day on Sunday. I want to say it and took almost putting, three and a half hours to put that thing together. Yeah, and I was putting together all the other stuff. And then my mom left us. <laughs> she was like, all right, I got to go. And then, uh, but, you know, she she worked really, really hard. And then um, Marcus and I put together my bookshelves. And then I woke hey, up. Really, the, it's not a bookshelf. It's a shoe shelf. Well, shoes, yeah, my shoe shelves. And then we put, and then the next day I woke up and put together my other shelf. 
But um, it's it's coming together really nice. I'm going to share it all on my blog. If any of you listeners are interested, um, it's going to be a while because there's still so many little things that I want to do in there before I feel like it's picture ready. Um, but whenever I share it, I'll let y'all know if y'all want to go on my blog and see it. But yeah, it's under construction and it's looking quite spiffy if i do say so myself nah, it looks good it really yeah, does it looks really good and i'm i'm very pleased with it so again thank you but hubby yes. are you having a good week so far my week's been pretty good um you know i was getting ready to to the end of the month so well actually it's the beginning of the month now so this, but this week this week was uh month you know, end month end mm-hmm. so month end is always interesting so we're getting ready for August. Mm-hmm. Um, about to head out of town. I know. He's leaving um, me for a whole week, guys. Going to a conference for my business. And then some playtime in between. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So excited about that. Yeah, he's leaving me. But, you know, you deserve to go and let your hair down. Not that you have any. But um, <laughs> but I doubt that you really will. You're probably still going to be. I mean, it's a work working. conference. I know, but the last leg of your trip is supposed to be fun with your boys. So yeah, I mean, but you know, I'm just I'm trying to get to the point where I can actually, you know, enjoy. Oh yeah, because last week we talked about um taking a weekend and just kind of uh turning our phones off and just you know trying to relax and have that self-care and we were trying to think of a weekend to do this on and we were having a difficult time because there's a lot of things coming up with there's a lot next of things coming weekends. up so um we still want to do it but we and just... i gotta buckle down because i got a test coming up at the end of the mm-hmm. uh, beginning of next month mm-hmm. so <laughs> <laughs> but i wanted to i did want to follow up because i said that we would follow up we are gonna do it but I just don't know when yet, so we'll just have to let y'all know whenever we can think of a weekend where we'll both be free and available to do this. But if y'all can do it anytime soon, go ahead. You yeah. and your significant other, go ahead and take that time, turn your phones off, and then let me know how it went for you. I'm curious um, to know like how that how that goes. So, all right. I want to talk about how much i suck at networking can we oh talk about god. that for a second oh my god so um shout out to uh status melanated um for having me come speak at their afropreneurial community gathering um i kind of went in there and spoke about some you know financial principles and uh, foundational stuff about finance and um it turned into kind of like a networking situation and well, that's what the event was. The yeah. event was a networking event. You just you spoke like they want you to network, then have a speaker, then you network again. That's yeah, what the program. Was. Um, and so you know, my poor wife. I'm terrible. She is so awkward. Y'all, like she's I, socially awkward. Like, <laughs> I'm not socially like awkward. Like when it comes to networking, but you I'm were. Just, I'm a very. We've mentioned it on here before. We kind of touched briefly, but I really want to kind of dive into it right now. Yeah. Like, I am such a introverted extrovert yeah like i'm very extroverted around people that know me and you know i'm comfortable with but if i'm in a situation where i don't know people i'm so awkward and like introvert introverted and i don't know how to shake it like we oh my were god at this like event it was so terrible i so <laughs> mind you um 
I say that I'm a introvert. You're not. But I'm really not. You're really not. Um, so I like think, not even a little bit. So the thing about me is, if I don't feel like talking, then I'm just not gonna talk to you. Yeah. You know, that's just kind of how I am. But if I'm already out in public, then I don't have a problem with going up to speak because well, got- and when you're doing like the financial planning thing and you're helping people with their finances and teaching them how to have that generational wealth and all that that's you and your element yeah so you have no problem just yeah but you got to understand that you know networking you know on a surface level is already unnatural you know know. what i'm saying so like when you go and you talk to people that you don't know it's just not a natural habit yeah you know what i'm saying so if you understand that going in then you know i think it'll make it better because everybody in there is trying to do the same thing which is make a connection to advance their career yeah and i and i made a commitment to myself but let me Um, tell y'all what happened though wait no No, can i just say my commitment okay i made a commitment to myself that i was gonna try to get out more and go to networking events and Mm -hmm. put myself in those uncomfortable positions so I could become better at it. But it's just such a work in progress for me. Like I've missed out on so many different things because I don't want to go. Like if I feel like I'm going to feel awkward or uncomfortable, like I just, I just will stay home. And that's something that I have to shake. Yeah. You definitely got to get out of that. I'm working on it, but that's, you know, I went with especially with your new business ventures. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) but uh, i went with marcus and which side note she really didn't want to go um i kind of guilt tripped her into going you know what i'm saying i kind of put on so fellas you know if you ever want to get your significant other to kind of come with you when you want them to do something kind of guilt trip them i did not want to go y'all i was like oh my stomach yo she was trying everything (laughs) like oh it's you know i don't feel well i'm like dude like you got all these excuses. You went, you went acting like that this weekend when you want me to go get this stuff for this closet. Yeah, that got me. Cause yeah. So I was anyway, like, okay, I'm, I'm over here talking, and everybody in the room, mind you, is like mingling, and my <laughs> wife is sitting in the corner, the back corner at that, <laughs> on her phone, like on social media, or and doing I know something. That's so bad because it makes and me so look now she out here looking like the light skinned chick that's stuck up. Oh, I hate that. And so, because y'all, I'm really not. I'm just so awkward. Like I don't know how to so be. I glanced over and I'm like, look at this girl. She's uh, just and so then she she probably saw me looking at her. So she came over. <laughs> I did for like I a good two minutes. Then, no longer than that because I talked to three different people like I got up and came next to you and I talked to three different people but then what happened was I told you this in the car because when we got in the car we were talking about this because he was like why are you so awkward in these (laughs) events but what happened was when I finished talking to the people that I was talking to I looked around and everybody was like deep in conversation with people it was no one left for me to talk to so i just kind of felt like uh i guess i better go sit down yeah <laughs> so like the main thing I don't know. <laughs> she went back and got in the corner like she was in timeout. <laughs> But like the main thing with these networking events, if I could give anybody any advice. Um, I'm, yeah, because I know the reason why I wanted to talk about this, because you're not the only person. I know that I'm not the only no person. Way. And, you know, I like to be transparent and open. This is something that I've struggled with for a long time. Yeah. And I'm trying. I'm trying. So if you were at this event and you may have got the wrong impression of me or whatever, <laughs> I promise you I'm not like that stuck up person and my friends would attest to that, but I just don't know 
how to be. I think I the, the, the main thing you just got to realize is at these events, it's okay to bunt bun, bun into somebody's conversation. Like, you just got to just throw yourself in See, there. See, that's not in me. That don't matter. Like, I'm quick to, to change the subject and let, let the attention come to me when I, what I got to talk about. I'm just so not good at that. And, oh my God. I mean, the main thing that you just got to remember when you go to these events is ask questions. Mm-hmm. And then people will start to ask you questions because you're asking them questions. And you got to drive Sometimes them to I don't your agenda. People to ask no, me but, but that's, the, that's like the whole I'm point of these interview. things, right? <laughs> Why am I going to come to a networking event and not tell them whatever business that I'm doing? Yeah. Because if, if I'm it's not so here, hard for me to talk about myself. If I'm not there to pr- promote my business, then why the hell am I there? I'm wasting my damn time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So whenever I go into these situations, I'm like, okay, I do genuinely care about the people that are in the room because I want to know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the same time, I'm trying to figure out, okay, how can I position myself where I can talk about what I do and maybe possibly help them or help somebody that they know. Mm-hmm. And every networking event is the same way. So that's why, I mean, even me, some people think it's weird that I go to restaurants and eat at the bar by myself. Well, I've had conversations with um, some of my friends and stuff and they, I mean, some of them do that. They go and they'll eat by themselves. They'll go to a movie by themselves. They'll go yeah. to all these different places alone. The only place that I'll go by myself is the mall. And it's because I'm constantly walking. Exactly. And spending money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or but, Target or but the grocery literally, store. Um, I've gotten some really big clients by going to a bar by myself. Mm. And just having conversation with people at I the bar. I feel like if, well, so there has been times, because anytime I've had these conversations with people, I always say, I've never, you know, went to eat by myself. But actually, that's kind of a lie. I mean, when I worked for different companies, when I go on like different lunch breaks, yeah. I would go to a restaurant sometimes on my lunch break if I had an hour would and I'd eat, eat by myself. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes I would. In the corner? Um, <laughs> no, but I'd be at the bar and I probably would be on the phone with you okay. while I'm sitting there eating or on the phone with my mom or texting or on social media, like probably looking totally unapproachable. So that's my thing. Like if, if I'm sitting at the bar eating by myself, I'm not going to strike up conversation with the person sitting next to me. And if they start talking to me, I'll answer whatever questions they're asking me and I'll laugh and he, he, ha ha with them. And then I'll go back to my corner and just be quiet. Like, I don't know how to just keep it going. Yeah. It's the same with like sitting on an airplane. Sometimes the person who sits next to you on an airplane wants to know your whole life. Yeah, but see, and, when I'm on an airplane, like I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, but I've met some really interesting and nice people on planes. Um, I, but I it, hear you. But it takes that special person to really like keep digging with me yeah. and make me feel comfortable. And then I'll be like, "Well, what do you do?" Or no, nah, I'm so the asshole like, on, the, on the airplane. <laughs> I don't want you talking to me. I got my headphones on for a reason. I know, but that's but I don't. Well, like, I don't like let me tell y'all something. Phone. If you get on a plane and you see me with headphones phones on and i'm in my ipad that is a direct sign that i don't want to talk to you so if y'all out try here, to talk to you with oh my god phone? like somebody <laughs> literally came up to me and said marcus you just uh or he didn't say my name but there was, was like say, I know your name. there was like uh you know you just have an inviting face i don't even know what that means <laughs> like i literally well, am, i don't think i have one of those i'm trying to do everything but talk to you and i have all of these signs saying i'm not I don't want to do this. And yet you still 
want to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. So when I'm on an airplane, I literally don't want to do that. I want to focus on whatever I'm doing or I want to go to sleep. That's yeah. it. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I sit next to people who don't even say hi to me. So that's cool, too. But every now and then I'll sit next to somebody who might. But the point that I'm trying to make is I feel like it's the kind of the same thing as if you sit next to somebody at a bar or whatever. And the main thing is I just got to get better at it. And if you're out there like me and you're an introverted extrovert, the struggle is real. Like, it's a real thing to be like that. It's just you all in your head you just gotta you know what i'm saying step outside I mean, of every zone. situation like that is in your head but yeah. i i mean i don't know how to shake it speaking of which of getting out of your own head i just want to pat myself on the back because i just got a little thing from a little apple watch four weeks in a row i've been at the gym look at you you know what i'm saying all right yes sir uh-huh yes ma'am now what about um hold on let me finish <laughs> So I'm very proud of myself because I went one full <laughs> month going to the gym and uh-huh. I'm just getting started. Okay. So this whole month of August, I've told myself that I am going to at least go to the gym three times a week mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to run at least four times a week. Okay. For the whole month. You I, went to the gym today. I did. I started off saying that I was going to do something every day. But then I was like, all right, you're getting, you're getting too confident, mm-hmm. right? You don't want to be too confident. Don't set thing. the bar too high. You're setting the too bar too high. high. You know, yeah. I'm getting too ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be too ambitious. Uh-huh. So I said, I'm going to at least try to get four days. And then, you know, in the midst of this, I'm going to start transitioning to my eating habits getting better. Right? So I know y'all out here, well, you got to do both. Like, I already know that. So you ain't got to tell me that. I got to do baby steps. So yeah. the first thing I had to do was get back into a rhythm of going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Then I can start incorporating eating better, you know what I'm saying, cutting out some of the stuff that I know I shouldn't be eating because I just came to the realization that life just ain't fair. <laughs> I it, said that to you. You know what I'm saying? Day. But it's real. Yeah. Like, it's just not fair. Like, some people can just get away with eating whatever they want, like the, the lady that's sitting in front of me. <laughs> like, I just don't have that luxury. So... It is what it is. I can't eat whatever I want. I gave up hot Cheetos. I mean, that's just because it don't make you feel good, but you ain't gaining no weight because of it. You guys, I gave up hot Cheetos. I gave up hot Cheetos in June. So that means it's been over a month since I've had any. Isn't that an accomplishment also? No, not really. Why is that not an accomplishment? They're not good for you. Yeah, but you still eat candy and all the other stuff. But I don't eat hot Cheetos. Can you please get, I gave you your props. Okay, we'll give you your props. You didn't eat hot Cheetos. <laughs> One of you guys listening, please give me some props for that. Because y'all know if you like hot Cheetos, you know how hard it is to give them up. But I had to. And I mean hot Cheetos. Yeah, because that was making you feel funions, bad. Hot lace. I love all three of those. And I gave them all up. See, I just my- I just lumped them all together as hot Cheetos. But I, hot Funyuns, hot lace, and hot Cheetos. I don't like the hot puffs. So I ain't never eat those. But see, that was those, making you feel bad. My problem is, yeah, but it didn't matter because I was still eating it. Like I would eat it <laughs> knowing that in a couple of hours, my stomach was going to hurt and I was going to be on the toilet. TMI for y'all. Sorry, but it's the truth. Like I would eat it knowing, OK, well, I'm about to enjoy this for a minute. I ain't going to eat the whole bag, but I'm eat some and then I'm just going to have to deal with it. But I am not doing that anymore. I gave it up. I gave it all up because mm-hmm. I was like, what is this doing to my insides? I don't know. It has to be tearing up my stomach line. 
I don't know. So I just gave it up. Yeah, but uh, you know, I got challenged to go vegan. I'm not accepting your challenge if you're listening. <laughs> um, so on that diet thing, I'm just gonna try to do better. But I'm not accepting your challenge. Somebody challenged. Somebody you? challenged me to go vegan. They know who they are. They listen to the podcast. I told them I was gonna tell them on the podcast <laughs> my answer. So here you go. I'm not going vegan. All right. Okay. There we go. Yeah, that's a little much for him. Whoever challenged him, he ain't ready for that I'm yet. I'm definitely not ready for that. He might, eventually, he might be able to maybe adapt to some of the vegan eating habits. Yeah, I can do some of the stuff. But he can't give up chicken, y'all. I'm it's just not, not going to happen. happen. Like, he can't. So And cheese. I could give up cheese. Yeah, you, you you don't really do cheese like that. But mm-hmm. nah, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> you tripping. <laughs> okay so yeah so that's that's our little tidbit so we're starting off august very strong we did we that's are that's great we got my cloth is underway mm-hmm. i'm working on my introverted extrovertness is that yeah introverted and uh, my wife is mad at me because i kind of messed up her wall i'm not mad at you um i never said that i was mad but at you. you know I, at least I'm honest about the situation. Like, so what happened was <laughs> she wanted me to put these shelves up. We're back to talking about the cloth, is it, so y'all can follow. Yeah, so she wanted me to put these shelves up, and I told her in the store, I'm like, you're getting too ambitious. <laughs> I told her in the store, that, like, because I can do a few things. Like, you just you're taking it overboard. Like, you just I gave you a little bit, and now you just want to take the mile. Then like, we were in the store, and he was like, "This is too ambitious. Why like, are you?" And I was like, "It's literally a shelf and a bracket. You know how to use a drill." Like, I Told Use her. the drill I and told he was like you just getting a little too too ambitious and i was like man you could do this i gave him a lot of credit she y'all did. she gave me way too much credit <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you just gotta know your strengths in life too much credit i try to tell y'all man like if you don't know your strengths in life you're losing <laughs> like for real for real so i know what i'm good at and this just ain't it so we just putting up these shelves and the first one went on great first one went we on had no hitch. trouble yeah that second one Oh my God. Yeah, he put the biggest hole <laughs> in the wall. I can stick my pinky finger oh in this my hole. God. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I tried to tell and he you. He kept doing it. I was like, so what he would do is he would be like, well, I'm going to just move it over a little bit to the left and put the. Ho-. And I'm like, you can't just move it over a little inch because it's just going to attach to that other hole and yeah, make an even bigger hole. I'm, and he wasn't listening. I'm like Cliff Huxtable. <laughs> like you know what I'm except for i understand that i can't do it yeah but you know we we made it work yeah cliff would be like i can do it yeah i can I, fix it I, I ain't trying to fix nothing well, i will never ask you to hang shelves again unless it's one of those kits where yeah so the problem was we didn't buy the kit we was just trying to do this thing yeah we bought a shelf we bought the shelf and brackets from home depot and it seemed simple enough but the issue was just trying to make sure that it was level and putting it in the right and spot here, and here you go, y'all. Right. why don't you just have a level uh I, I hear y'all now just talking about why don't you just have the thing to just level it out we i did, did have that so i want to hear that it, it just if it's not in you it's just not in you it's no matter not. what tools that you have or what because we had everything we had measuring type we had the little leveler thing we had um a pencil to mark the spots where it needed to be <laughs> we had each other we were both helping but it is what it is there's a big hole in the wall um, we're going to try to patch it up, <laughs> but uh, I could stick my whole pinky finger in there. So sorry. I'm not mad at you, though. You was I mad. appreciate you apologizing. You was mad at me. You threw the. um. Yeah, because I told you going in. 
You know what I'm saying? He was throwing stuff on the ground. He stormed out the room and then he came back. I said, Are you done? I'm just saying, I'm just saying like this. When a person shows you who they are, you gotta believe them. <laughs> he was like, I, I told am, you you was being too I gave you no signs <laughs> <laughs> that this is this is I'm about that life. Like none, not not one. Okay. So moving forward, if I tell you I ain't got it in me. But sometimes you set your, you set like, what am I trying to say? You, I don't know. Um, you sell yourself short sometimes. That's fine. But I think that this time you was right. So I'm sorry. What was that? You was right. Okay. I don't never have no problem admitting when you right. You be having issues admitting when I'm right. You don't never want to say that you was wrong and I'm right about anything. Crickets. Moving on. See, <laughs> see, fellas, y'all got to do better. But we ain't gonna talk about this today because we you got always a whole, right. we got a whole agenda. You always to talk right. About. You always right, baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh huh. All right. So let's move on to Jam's Juice. <laughs> so I have a little fact about marriage for you guys. Okay. And um, we're gonna discuss it briefly, but not too long because we talked a lot about the clothes and being an introverted extrovert. And we got two other things to get to. So my fact is in 1960, and I found this on a, a reliable website, but I copied it and pasted it. So I don't remember what the website was, but it was the source. Okay. In 1960, 59% of American adults aged 18 to 29, which is our age bracket for now, you're about to, you're tipping over. Come on, man. Chill out. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> they were married. So 59% of American adults aged 18 to 29 were married back in 1960. Now, in 2018, that number has dropped to 20%. Yeah. That's a huge dip. That is a huge dip. So my question to you is, why do you think that is? Like, um... I think it's a couple things. Number one, uh, I think people's parents are telling them that when you're in your 20s, that it's too early to get married. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, too, that people try to uh, say that they're going to get financially prepared before they get married. And um, no offense if you take offense to this, but this whole uh, feminist movement. Um, I yeah. think that has a, a big thing to it, and a lot the of female. Whole, I can support. I can myself. support myself. You know, I don't need no man. Um, yeah. You know, I'm independent. I, you know, I'm securing my own bag type yeah. situation. I think that has a big deal to, you know, what's going on right now. Because ladies, like I feel you, like all my girl bosses out there, I feel you. I promise you, I feel you. But there is nothing wrong with letting a man feel like a man absolutely like you can secure the bag all day long you can get your own money you can be out here making money moves but let your man feel like a man absolutely let him feel like he is the head of your household like it's okay to let him feel that even if deep down in your soul you don't feel like that's the case i mean but let him feel that yeah i mean you know i know the people who um i know who's the woman is the breadwinner in, in the household. The couple people that I do know, most of the time I have conversation with the man and, you know, they they really feel some type of way. Not necessarily because that the woman makes more, but the woman always reminds them that they make more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't honestly think that that's healthy for the relationship because no. now you're really challenging you know that man you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day like i don't care what you know we in this pc world which i think we really need to get away from this 
um, you know, and all this gender bias and this crap. Honestly, man, like there is a difference between a man and a woman, mm-hmm. like no matter how you look at it. So no matter how hard you try to say that man and woman are the same, they're just not. And it wasn't designed to be the same. Yeah. And I mean, there's a difference between saying that a man and a woman is the same and then saying that a man and a woman should be treated equally. Yeah, it's two, two, it's two totally different. Yeah, things. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. and, which they should. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like a man and woman should be treated equally. But there is a such thing as define man roles mm-hmm. and define woman roles. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's like with anything. So, you know, people who say but those that lines are, can be crossed. Also. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't have a problem with cooking. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with taking the trash out. Which it shouldn't be. Yeah. Like I would prefer not to. Just like and you would prefer, would prefer not to cook. I prefer not to. But, but if I had to. sometimes if he's working late or if he's out of town and trash day comes around, I'm going to take that trash out. Because you got to go out. And if if I'm not here and he's wanting a home cooked meal, he going to cook it. I'm going to put that pan on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying? So, I, think, yeah. I think we just need to get away from, you know. Um, trying to make everything gender neutral, mm-hmm. whatever this crap that these people are, are, you know, I was looking at something about them getting mad about the bathroom signs, about men having their own bathroom and the women. Come on, man. Like, yeah, like well, what are y'all on? That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother can of worms that we are not about to get I'm into. I'm just saying but though, but I, yeah, it's a whole nother I think thing that, with that. But, but I do think that that's got a, a big thing to do with what's going on right now. All of that stuff. Yeah. Like why people well, aren't. One of my um, reasons why I think that marriage has gone down is I think it has a lot to do with the economy, too, um, because people are cohabitating like way earlier in their relationships in order to save money Mm -hmm. because the economy is out of hand. So if they decide, okay, well, we're just going to live together because why do I want to pay for an apartment and you pay for an apartment when we can just come together and then we save money. And so once you get into that space, sometimes people just get comfortable and they're like, I don't need to get married. And I saw something on Instagram um, the other day that, Cause people say, you know, people who are in that situation, I've heard them say, oh, marriage is just a piece of paper. Like we good. We, we over here. Like it's just a piece of paper. We don't need that to know our love and all this stuff. And I saw Instagram, it says, stop saying marriage is just a piece of paper. So it's money, but you still get up every day and work hard for it. That's true. So I was like, oh, yep. Ding, ding, ding. That's true. I mean, I think that what marriage is, is it, it makes you commit to something. Yeah. Like long term. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? because if you if you just like, don't get me wrong. I don't I'm not saying that I'm against cohabitation because we did it like we lived together. Yeah, before. But we was engaged. No, we weren't. Not when we first moved together. It happened real quickly after, though. We we moved together before we got engaged. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I know that it was shortly after. Was but like I'm months. saying we moved together before we got engaged. So I'm not judging anybody for no, living with it. their significant other. I get that. But I'm just saying, like. Don't use an excuse as, oh, marriage is just a piece of paper. We don't need that. Because like you said, it's a commitment. And mm-hmm. I feel if you don't have that commitment, then when shit hits the fan, you could just be like, well, we ain't married. So we just go move on. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah and, you I know, know. I, I I believe that. And then, you know, I think a lot of times people use the money excuse. Like, I can't afford to get married. 
Mm-hmm. Like you have to put on this big. You, you know, don't go you know, to the show. courthouse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you I, don't honestly, have to have a you huge know, wedding. I would rather somebody be mature enough to say that I can't afford to have a wedding and do it that way. We're going to a courthouse versus mm-hmm. trying to do a huge wedding and you really can't afford it. Yeah, because it really doesn't make sense to me to spend forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars on a, a wedding and then go back to an apartment. Yeah. Like and in my mind it just doesn't make sense. Like and I know it's a whole bunch of people out there that might, you know, say, Well, you well, know Well, there's a lot of people who like have bills after like that's something that they go into their marriage with. Like when we talk about your expenses as a couple, mm-hmm. some people's wedding costs, they're still paying for it. Yeah, like, and that just honestly it just doesn't make no sense for me from anything that, you know, I preach about as far as financial health. Mm-hmm. that's just not one of them and i understand you know people get into a lot of financial problems that i do get but that's not one of them yeah you know yeah so but yeah so i think that's very interesting the fact that it dropped from 59 percent in the 1960s that's a huge, to 20 percent now that's a huge drop i'm curious to know what you guys think the reasoning is behind that like if you are married let me know what you think if you're not married, especially if you're not married and you're one of those people who kind of feeling like you might not want to get married. Um, Which is okay. Yeah, it is but okay. If, but I just want to know. I want to know your reasoning. I'm curious to to be, to engage like, in this dialogue. If you feel like you don't want to get married, I think that it's cool if you're upfront with the person that you're with. Yeah, you know it's saying? it's horrible when it's one sided. When one person really wants to get married and the other person doesn't, and you're not upfront about it, like that, that could leave you with a lot of problems. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, just let me know. Send me a DM or um, email us and let me know your thoughts on those statistics. But that's Jam's Juice. All right, let's move on to Marcus Money Moments. Cool, cool. So um, this week I was supposed to talk about retirement, but I'm going to actually put that on the shelf for now because, um, I mean, we can always talk about that. Uh, I wanted to kind of talk about a little bit about what I did on Monday night um, at this event that I spoke at because one of the questions that came up I thought was really good and I wanted to share it with you guys um, as well. So the question was, what does it mean to be financially fit? I thought that was a great question, mm-hmm. um, you know, because I think it encompassed a lot of different things. So uh, I got about seven things that I would you say. always got a list. I do have a list <laughs> because I can never just put it into like one thing. Yeah. Right. It, it, it goes into a few things. So, um, you know, you got pen and paper. I would definitely write these down. I think this is probably one of the most important things that I've talked about. So. Uh, I would say seven things that make you financially fit. So the first one, what I would say is understanding your assets and your liabilities, Mm -hmm. Uh, which means basically to understand the assets that you own and the debts that you owe. So what is an asset? Um, You know, your home, your cars, your precious juries, uh, you know, any cash that you have, your retirement accounts, all that type of stuff is assets. And then debts, right? Maybe you have a whole bunch of credit cards. Maybe you have student loans, right? Those are all different things that you might owe on and you want to basically assess and kind of figure it out. And if you do that, then that'll give you your net worth. So your assets minus liabilities equals net worth, Mm -hmm. okay? So if you ever Google somebody's net worth, that's how they calculate that. So a lot of times you might see a celebrity 
and they may have 150 million dollars of assets that doesn't necessarily mean or, or 150 million dollars of net worth that doesn't necessarily mean they have that cash on hand that could be in properties that could be in you know cars etc whatever they have that you know is considered an asset so number two is assess your goals um and i I really like this because a lot of times people come sit down with me and they'll say, I'll ask them, what are your goal? What is your goal? And then they'll say, I just want to make money. <laughs> I'm like, everybody wants to make money. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? That's not giving me a goal because everybody wants that. Like, I need to know exactly what does that mean? So you need like a tangible goal. Like, I would like to buy a house exactly. next year. Right. Or- and so I would say if your goal is to buy a house, that's probably more of a short term goal because you're probably going to do that, you within know, a within a year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could be a short-term goal. You also want to have a medium goal and then you also want to have a long-term goal. What would be an example of a long-term goal? Um, I want to be able to retire at the age of 55. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Um, so that would be a long-term goal or. So those are things that I, you know, we don't, we won't, we don't really think about. Exactly. So, and so that's something to start thinking about. And then the, the major thing with this point is you want to make sure you track that. Mm -hmm. Right. I want to be able to say that. Um, you know, if, if my goal is 55, I want to retire at age 55, which I'm going to be honest with y'all, that's going to be real hard to do. So I have people tell me that all the time. And then when I show them what it really looks like in real life, then they kind of back off of it. Not saying it can't be done, but it is a hard thing to do, but you want to have measurable tracks. So, you know, in 10 years, I want to have this much acquired in 15 years. I want to have X and Y, X, Y, and Z. So, uh, you know, have that. And then the, the last thing with that is understanding how much that costs. So I met with a guy one time and his always sticks out to me because he was being ambitious. Mm-hmm. Uh, his goal was to retire at 55 and he was around in his late 20s and he wanted to have a Maserati, have a whole bunch of rental properties, etc. And so... I was like, well, how much is this going to cost? Like, let's put a number on this. And, you know, how are we going to save based on the salary that you're making today? Mm-hmm. Right. What do you think that you're going to be making five years from now, 10 years from now? What is the ceiling on the career that you picked? Right. Because I don't care what you do in life. There is going to be some type of ceiling um, as far as what the highest person in that field is making. So if you're a teacher, and I love my teachers, but you got to understand you're, you're a teacher and you understand that I'm not going to make a whole bunch of money being a teacher. Yeah. So your goals have to be realistic towards whatever that field that you're in. Unless you have like side jobs. Unless you got side hustles, right? Yeah. Which everybody can have side hustles, yeah, right? Yeah, because I know some teachers who are entrepreneurs on the side and yeah. different things. But so. you but you just got to be realistic in the goals that you set for yourself, right? Like you're that not going to be a, a teacher making a million dollars a year on a teacher's salary. It's just not going to happen, mm-hmm. right? So your goals need to be obtainable in that regard. Mm-hmm. But I will say that if you're a teacher and you save your money right, not you could probably retire and have a million dollars. Yeah. Right. But it just depends on how you budget your money. So um, not throwing shade at anybody. I'm no, just saying no, no. that you have to understand that whatever career path you choose, you got to look at the top person in that career path. He's just being brutally honest, which is needed. Yeah. I mean, I'm just being honest. You know, I mean, if you if you work at Jiffy Lube, don't come to me talking about, you know, you want to own a whole bunch of stuff. Cause it's probably not gonna happen. You just gotta. I don't be real. know how much people make at Jiffy Lube. I mean, I don't either. 
but I, I guarantee you it's probably hourly. Okay. Uh, so next one. Number three um, is self-explanatory, and it's just check your credit report often. You want to just make sure that um, even if it's bad, that it's not You're getting worse. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and you know um, that it it can get better. And the thing about credit is, I tell people is that if you have a bad score, it's not the end all be all. It can be fixed. Mm -hmm. um, you just got to stop the bleeding. So it's a lot of different sources out there that you can kind of get into to make your credit score go up. Uh, but I don't want people to, to feel bad if they have a low credit score thinking that they can't do anything about it because no, that's absolutely not pay true. Pay down your debt. Yeah, I mean, it's so many different things, right? If you, have um, you know, there's there's firms out there that can help. There's a yeah. couple people, you know, who do credit repairs. I will say about discipline. I will say that, uh, you know, just be careful on which ones you get. But there are some good ones out there. Um, you know, that you can kind of get with to kind of get that squared away. And just know that, too, that, you know, anything that comes on your credit report seven years, it falls off. So it, it, you can you can bounce back. Yeah. Um, number four. And this is real. This is real imperative and crucial. Um, once you start setting up accounts is name your beneficiaries. Um, mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of times where people might have accounts and they say, hey, man, I just want to come back to, to the beneficiary because I don't know who I want to put on my account. Um, that could be a dagger if something happens to you. I haven't heard you use the word dagger in a long time. That used to be your word. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, it could be bad for you. Um, you know, so make sure you have somebody on there because what happens if you don't have a beneficiary and I'm not going to be long winded on this, but, um, your assets or whatever the county is has to go through probate. And once the pro it goes through probate, it can take a long time before the person who you want to have it can get the money in. It's got to go through some taxes and a whole bunch of so stuff. So it's a long process. So just name your beneficiary as soon as possible. Exactly. <laughs> uh, moving on. Number five is manage your taxes. Um, that's really, really hard once you start working for yourself mm -hmm. uh, because it can kind of get out of hand, especially when you start making some money. Uh you just want to make sure that you consult with a CPA um, and, you know, make sure that you are on track with taking care of taxes because Uncle Sam will come get you. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's number five. Number six is to start or to manage your investment goals or retirement planning. Um, so, I mean, that's self-explanatory as well. So if you haven't started your investment goals or if you haven't started retirement planning, I promise you to do it sooner than later because the longer you wait, the longer it's going to be before you're able to retire, no matter how you look at it. Right. So a lot of times I'll talk to people and say uh, they tell me, oh, you know, my my property is my retirement. OK, well, if your property is your retirement, when you sell it, where you going to live? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, what What's the tax consequences on that? Um Right. Lots of questions. It's a lot of questions that I'm asking that you probably didn't think about. So when you say little crazy stuff to me like that, I'm going to ask you crazy questions right back to you. And that's what a good financial plan is crazy. No, it is. It definitely is. Um, oh, so I ask you crazy questions right back. And it's OK to ask crazy questions, though, because if you don't know, then no, I'm not, you don't not know saying, what you don't know. So I, it's OK. I, I'm more so talking to the people who kind of come off like assholes, <laughs> uh, you know, who who think they got it all figured out yeah. until you start asking these questions. So the people who ask questions and who want to know this stuff, want to know, yeah, I have a way different attitude, yeah, than my guy T-Mobile who thought he knew what he was talking about, <laughs> right? So. <laughs> 
He ended up backtracking at the uh, of end. Of course. We're going to leave him alone. You know why he backtracked? We're going to leave him alone. Do you know why he backtracked? I know, because you backed him into a corner. Exactly. Like I was at the event. Go ahead. <laughs> and then the last thing um, is number seven is to determine if you have the right insurance plan. Um, one of the things that I told them at um, the event was it's so funny to me how we insure everything in our life but our, ourselves. And I'm not just talking about from life insurance. I'm talking about insuring your income. Um, you know, that's one thing that's, you know, a lot of people overlook. Right. So what would happen if you got sick, hurt, got in a car accident and wouldn't be able to work for an extended period of time? How would you be able to support your family? Right. If you have an emergency savings that maybe that gets you through six months. But what if that accident got you out for a year? Then what you going to do? Um, so that's some stuff that you can, you know, think about and consider. So I would say those seven things, um, would, those are great. I hope y'all wrote them all down. You yeah. can rewind it if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those seven things I would say would make you financially fit. And, you know, the closer you get towards understanding and knowing one of, you know, all of them, the better you'll be as to becoming financially fit. That is your Marcus money moment of today. Thank you, honey, for that very insightful piece of information. No problem. You little cutie, you. Oh, check you out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's get into this topic of the week. Okay. So this is a question. She's been waiting for this. I have because it's (laughs) it's a pretty good topic. So this is a question from one of our listeners. You know who you are once I start reading it. So um, the question is, honey, are Mm -hmm. you listening? Yes, I'm listening. Should there be a moratorium on how long a person has to wait before talking slash dating someone your ex knows or is friends with? So I think that the well, let, let's get wait, 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 wait. OK, let's give a little bag information. So basically the question is because it, it went into more depth. I got more of the story, but basically the situation is so. If you know, if you know someone, mm-hmm. let's say we're in college. Okay. Okay. And I'm putting us in this situation. So let's say we're in college and I met one of your line brothers. Okay. And your line brother had like a huge crush on me or something. Okay. Don't do it, bro. <laughs> this is a hypothetical situation. Okay. All right. So let's say one of them had a huge crush on me, but I wasn't really all that interested in okay. them. But okay. they just pretty much claimed me and was like, bruh, like, she's mine. You know? Like, she mine, hands off. So in college, everybody know, man, he really like her, so whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Okay? So then years pass, you graduate college, and you go about your business. So wait, so is, um, have me and you ever been together? No. Okay, so I'm we just cool. Yeah. But my, I got a line brother who used to like you. Right. But y'all never dated. Right. Okay. We never dated that. He just really liked me. And so then years pass, you graduate college mm-hmm. and I meet you mm-hmm. or I see you. I didn't meet you because I already knew you back then. Just not like really well. So y'all reconnected. We reconnect. Okay. And then you and I have like a spark and we hit it off. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Would you feel a sense of quote unquote violation of man code to your boy on your, on one of your line brothers? Because he... I was his back in the day, according to him. Would you feel like you would have to kind of talk to him about it before pursuing me? Like, what is the man code? Hell no. (laughs) Hell no. Like, bruh, like, you didn't do nothing. Like, y'all wasn't an item. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't feel like I have to have a conversation with you about your pipe dream. Because that's all so it was. So there's no, because the question was, how long does a person have to wait? They ain't got no waiting because you ain't do nothing. <laughs> Just because you thought about it and you was dreaming. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like you over here hoping. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, saying, I'm not about to put my life on pause because you over here hoping. You know what I'm saying? Like, Keep hoping, hope. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, bro. Like, you you lost out. You didn't make a move. You know, for whatever reason. Maybe you was tied up. Maybe you was out here doing your well, thing. Well, he might have tried to make a move. What that means? That's just but let she you know. wasn't interested. So that that's even more of a reason why I'm not waiting because she ain't like your ass. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So why am I gonna sit here and you know put my life on pause? Because you ain't had a juice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, I don't know. if you switch the subject and say that y'all was dating and y'all was an item mm-hmm. and then I'm your line brother and y'all didn't work and now I'm trying to come back years in the later. back door years later. Now, that's a different conversation. Okay. So so you're saying in that instance, the girl's off limits? No, I'm forever? not saying she off limits. Okay. I'm saying now I got to ask myself, how close is me and this line brother? <laughs> I didn't figure out, okay, is me and this line brother? Because let's be real. It doesn't even have to be a line brother. Just a friend. I just used line. Well, it, was, it, was line easier because to, it was easier to tell my story. Day, like, it could just be a friend. In in college, you know what I'm saying, when your LBs is, or your line sister is probably the closest people you got. Yeah. But throughout that line, everybody's not cool. Or they may be cool, but everybody's not like friends. You know what I'm saying? So, like, out of my line, I'm just being real. Out of my whole line, it's 19 of us. I probably only talk to maybe five or six people off the line. So, do I know the other individuals? Yeah. Do I got a problem with them? Absolutely not. But we don't know each other anymore. So, if years go by and, you know, it's a it's a female who they ain't even together no more, I don't feel like I have an obligation to go talk to them about it. Well, you said it's different. Yeah, but it because it depends on who it is. Oh, okay, you know what I'm saying. Okay. So if it's somebody I'm close to, then she's off limits. Mm-hmm. But if it's somebody you're not close to, would you like talk to them about? I'm not it, talking you to you about nothing. <laughs> okay, because I don't, I don't really know, know you I anymore. I feel like with girls, girl code is a little bit different. Like, I feel like if it's your friend, and I mean like really your friend, then or line sister, then they're off limits forever. Like I couldn't see myself. I mean, I'm married at this yeah, point. Yeah, you're right. If you I wasn't, see yourself with nobody. <laughs> <laughs> if I wasn't married, I couldn't see myself dating someone that one of my line sisters or friends dated. No matter how many years had passed, especially I mean, but you are a different breed. Especially if they confided in me about this person, or if I saw them around and stuff. Like I would feel weird. It would feel weird. Now, only thing that I would say is that you know sometimes I don't. I mean, well, I, this is just me personally. If you take offense to it, that's just on you. But I don't want to go behind none of my line, brothers. <laughs> so it, you did not have to say that. I'm just saying I don't. So you did not have to say that. I don't that. care. That's the real. I mean, this is the real. So you if so if weird. I had a line brother that dated a chick, I don't really want to be with that person because then he gonna be like, yo, I used to be with her, and now Marcus with her. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he got my sick. Exactly. So personally. <laughs> That's probably how I would feel about a situation. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, that's just really where my head would go. Now, everybody, but that's not man code. That's just Marcus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I would say that most people, um, you know, if years go by, we don't really have a relationship. It don't matter anymore because mm-hmm. we ain't 
they don't have a relationship. But if it's my homeboy, like my friend, like somebody I talk to on a regular basis, nah, it's off limits. It's, it's nothing to even talk about. Okay. So basically, to answer your question, dear listener, <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm understanding what Marcus is saying correctly, in your case, it should not matter. Nah, it shouldn't matter. Um, because the guy and you back in college never had nothing popping. Nothing. And now the years have passed and his friend trying to holler. I mean, you you should probably check with his friend to see how close if he because what she what she was basically telling me was that the friend was having reservations thinking that the the guy from college was going to be mad. Oh, well, see, that 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 that's a whole nother equation because mm-hmm. now he feels some type of way. So that must mean that they are cool. Yeah. Right. So if they're cool, then that is a conversation that needs to be had. Even years later. Years later, yeah. Uh, but if they situation where they was cool in college and they haven't talked since college, mm-hmm. that's different yeah. because we ain't really cool. You know what and I'm see, saying? I don't know if the listener knows when if they talk it. recently. They may not. Ha- but they may not have talked in recently. Her, for her though, this ain't got nothing to do with her. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like this she can do whatever code. she wants. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah, but not really if he's if he's afraid that the other the other person's gonna be mad. Like that puts a that puts a bridge in what could potentially be. He gotta be on board one hundred percent. Yeah. Like it's kinda like he's teetering the fence. Like he interested, but he he don't know because he Yeah, he, so I mean I would say to the listener um find out how cool they are and when was the last time they had a real conversation if the conversation has been years there's your answer (laughs) (laughs) if it's a situation where they communicate often then maybe he does need to check yeah because if they communicate often then that can make things awkward yeah like if they communicate often that means that that's somebody that's gonna be around right i mean if they're around then if y'all are all out and he might feel some type of way. Yeah, and it really just depends on how much he values that friendship. Right. Right, because if you start dating him, then that friendship that he has with that person could go away because he might feel some type of way. But if he doesn't really value it, you know, it ain't really nothing to talk about. Yeah. I agree. That's just real. Hope that helps. I hope it helps. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any follow-up questions, just email us. Let me know. Uh, you can DM or email or whatever. Let me know uh, what your follow up question is. But I hope that that helps and I hope that that makes sense. There's levels to it is code levels to it. And there's levels to girl code. Although in my case, I just kind of feel like. No, nah, you just need you just different. I guarantee you if you ask all your line sisters that question, you would not get the same response. Probably not because everybody's made yeah, up differently. Exactly. Yeah. So but that's just. That's just you. Jamaria code. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I'm curious to know if y'all, you know, thinks differently, please let us know. You can email us at ourhousethepodcast at gmail.com. There you go. Um, so, yeah, let us know what y'all think about that situation. But, I, you know, I, I kind of got my mind made on, on what this is. And Your mind made up. Yeah, my mind is made up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if we don't talk, we ain't got nothing to talk about. As yeah. simple as that. Yeah. Just... If you if they if he see y'all on Facebook, he'll know what it is. Yeah, he missed. That's his fault. Everybody tell you sit over there and just twiddling your thumbs, waiting for her to he make a move. He probably wasn't twiddling his thumbs. She didn't want him. Well, then it's really nothing to talk about. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm about to be over here going back and forth over somebody's shit. You know how it is. So if y'all watch A Different World, then y'all know how it is. So in the first couple uh, seasons, Ron loved Whitley. Yeah. Ron loved Willie. And but Willie she was give him never no interested in Ron. Play. The only time she went out on a date with um Ron is when she was trying to make Dwayne jealous. Exactly. And Dwayne and Ron were best friends and Dwayne won her at the end of the day. So I mean, but you gotta think about that in that guy code. He never got he never dated her. Right. So the fact that Dwayne stepped in. Right. You know. Really it was free that. game. It was free game because they never had a history. But on the, on the flip side to that, they was super. He they was boys. They were like best. They that's what boys. I'm saying. But that's my point that I'm making. If they can do it and they best friends, <laughs> then somebody who you ain't all that cool with and yeah. But but in that in that you know context, Ron wanted everybody. <laughs> no, he really wanted Whitley though. <laughs> he wanted everybody though. So like Whitley was his woman. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah okay well all right well that's that on that yep okay so we're gonna go ahead and what wrap this thing on up Um, shout out to us for doing this podcast at a decent time tonight yes it is a decent time we're about to eat dinner we're about to eat dinner and we're about to watch the cosby show yeah eat 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 Okay, uh, you know, and I got to get prepared for uh, you know some meetings and stuff for the for the rest of the week, and then I'm on out of here. Yeah, he's leaving me. Hey, hey, but don't hey. you guys worry. Next week we will still have a podcast because oh we are going to record next week's episode early so that we will make sure we can still have one. Don't y'all worry. I took care of it. <laughs> I took care of it. I, I already talked to him about it. Y'all know he be trying to give me a hard time, but he already knows. I was prepared. I looked at the calendar. I was like, oh, yeah. All right. She don't never want me to just have no downtime. Well, you're going to be gone from me for a whole yeah, week. Yeah, but that ain't going to be downtime. I'm going to be doing something every well, day. I won't be having you do anything. It'll be your friends that making you do stuff. Did you forget my first leg of my... Well, and work. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for listening every single week. Thank you all for giving us feedback. Thank you all for just being wonderful. We love y'all. What is this, your Grammy speech? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, I just genuinely, genuinely appreciate every single person who listens to this podcast because, you know, I wanted to do this. Yeah, we appreciate all the people who ride for us. Yeah, like it's it means the world. And all the people who ain't riding for us, we know. We see (laughs) y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm calling all oh y'all out. Oh my gosh! Out. Okay, well I'm not doing all that. I but am because I those, don't care. Okay, for those of you who don't, are, hey, no, thank I'm not through. You. Don't be coming on here trying to get jump on the bandwagon when stuff gets get going and get good because we don't want to hear from you then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we appreciate all y'all who are riding with us. Y'all are our day ones. We we appreciate. And we y'all. really appreciate everybody you. else. Um and. Yeah, this is only going to get bigger and better and greater. And we're going to have more content. And it's going to be amazing. So thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Again, if you, whatever um, platform that you listen on, if you could leave us a review and some stars. Make sure you share. Five stars if you really like it and share. I appreciate all that. We do. Because it makes us more visible um, in the store, the podcast store, whatever, Mm -hmm. the directory. Mm -hmm. And um, 
you can find us both at Our House, the podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. So mm-hmm. you can follow our pages because it'll be some fun stuff coming there soon. Yep. And you can email us at Our House, the podcast at gmail.com. Any topic ideas, questions, comments, anything. And Marcus, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Marcus Deontay J. Or you can follow uh, my business at Johnson Capital Planning. Okay. He has something different every week, y'all. I don't hey, know if y'all so I got, I got multiple things going on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at Jamaria Olivia J. And you can check out my blog at ThroughJamsEyes.com. Cheer. Not saying to you. Okay. Oh, darn. I just said it. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> All right, you guys. We're going to wrap this up. My name is Jamaria Johnson. And I'm Marcus Johnson. Thank you for coming over and hanging out with us. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Thank you.